Good morning, St. Michael's. Will you please stand? Lord, we're just so grateful to be in your house this morning. We know that you are our firm foundation. We're here to declare that this morning. We want to sing your praises. We want to be in your presence. Help us into, enter into that with you this morning, Lord. In Jesus' name.
Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be His kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Jesus said, the first commandment is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. As we prepare to celebrate the mystery of Christ's love, let us acknowledge our sins and ask the Lord for pardon and strength. Most merciful God, I confess that I have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what I have done and by what I have left undone. I have not loved you with my whole heart. I have not loved my neighbors as myself. I am truly sorry, and I humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on me and forgive me that I may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Lord, grant you absolution, mission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace, consolation of his Holy Spirit. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy.
When the music fades, all is stripped away, and I simply can't. Longing just to bring something that's of worth, that'll bless your heart. I'll bring you more than a song for a song in itself. It's not what you have required. You search much deeper within through the way things appear. You're looking into my heart. Cause I'm coming back to heart of worship and it's all about you it's all about you Jesus I'm sorry Lord for things I've made and it's all about you it's all about you Jesus King of endless worth no one could express how much you deserve. Though I'm weak and poor, all I have is yours. Every single breath. Cause I'll bring you more than a song for a song in it's not what you have required You search much deeper within Through the way things are You're looking into my heart Cause I'm coming back to the heart of worship And it's all about you I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I made it. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'll bring you more than a song for a song in you It's not what you have required. You search much deeper within. Things you're looking into my heart. It's time coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. It's all about. I'm coming back to heart of worship, and it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it, when it's all about you, it's all about you. 
Let us pray together the Colette. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have built your church upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Grant us to be joined together in unity of spirit by their teaching that we may be made holy temple acceptable to you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Blessing of the children. Mm-hmm. Lord, we just uh, pray that you just give us uh, the courage to raise them, Lord, in the ways of the Lord, that when they grow old, they will not depart from them. Amen. Our first reading this morning is taken from the first Kings, chapter 19, verse 15, commencing. Then the Lord said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, anoint Hazael as king over Syria. Also you shall anoint Jehu, the son of Nimshi, as king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abel-Meholah, you shall anoint as prophet in your place. So he departed from there and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen before him, and he was with the twelve. Then Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle on him. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Please, let me kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. And he said to him, Go back again, for what have I done to you? So Elisha turned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slaughtered them and boiled their flesh, using the oxen's equipment, and gave it to the people, and they ate. Then he arose and followed Elijah and became his servant. This is the word of the Lord. Our psalm this morning is Psalm 16. Let us read responsibly by the half verse. Preserve me, O God. O my soul, you have said to the Lord. You are my Lord. My goodness is nothing apart from you. As for the saints who are on the earth, they are the excellent ones. Their sorrows shall be multiplied who hasten after another God. O Lord, you are the portion of my inheritance and my cup. 
The lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. I have set the Lord always before me. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. For you will not leave my soul in shield. You will show me the path of life. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, it is now, and will be forever. Amen. You may be seated. This morning's second reading comes from the book of Galatians, chapter 5, commencing at verse 19. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Luke. Glory be to thee, O Lord. St. Luke chapter 9, beginning in verse 51. Now it came to pass, when the time had come for him to be received up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem, and sent messengers before his face. And as they went, 
they entered a village of the Samaritans to prepare for him. But they did not receive him because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, just as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, You do not know what manner of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. Now it happened as they journeyed on the road that someone said to him, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Then he said to another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow you, but let me first go and bid farewell those who are at my house. But Jesus said to him, No one, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, Lord Christ. such a great simple little chorus but but it's so uh, powerful as you sing that to really just uh, continually enrich your understanding and your faith because God is so faithful Heavenly Father we just uh, pray Lord that as we discuss the history of your people and your church today Lord that uh, you show us your faithfulness once again in such a mighty way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Well, today is uh, a day we celebrate 
all that God has done for us as a people of God. And it uh, it's an amazing it's an amazing history. Uh, today uh, we get to celebrate really two amazing things that have become historical events. Uh, if you remember when the CEC was formed, we were formed out of a just a group of people who went in the streets of Los Angeles to protest for the unborn children. And uh, many, many were arrested and mistreated. Uh, months of court dates, uh, police arrest records that you've lived with your whole lives. Those were glorious times. Those were glorious times. And it isn't surprising. It says, given it shall be given unto you. But press down. You shake it together. You do whatever you can to cause it to decrease, he said, and I'll cause it to overflow. That's what God's done in our midst. We never imagined in our wildest dreams in those days that God would ever start a worldwide movement out of what occurred and that we would be the centrality of that. And something that... uh, as one allowed to be a priest in this wonderful movement that I uh, thank God for every day. I want to talk a little bit about our Colette today. It's it's made up of a declaration and then a prayer. And the declaration is simply our acknowledgement. Almighty God, you built your church upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, with Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. So we declare our belief, and and our belief is that there is a kingdom, and that we're a part of the kingdom, and that kingdom is built on none other than Jesus Christ and him crucified the one who rose from the dead, the one seated at the right hand of Father God in heaven. And so our prayer then was grant us to be joined together in unity of spirit by their teachings. (coughs) Whose teaching do we refer to? There apparently is something particularly good and special about the teachings that we're referring to. We're talking about the the teachings of the Old Testament, (coughs) excuse me, as well as the uh, teachings of such as the, the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Apostle Paul, 
who really created most of the New Testament. And we are thankful <coughs> excuse me I don't know what's got in me. <clears throat> Hopefully it's the Holy Spirit. So. Now what made them special apparently was their teaching. Because you see, these were ordinary men. And that's why if we're smart, we build on a strong foundation. Not our teachings, but their teachings. Understanding that their teachings aren't built on their fantasies, their desires, their likes or dislikes. They're built on Jesus Christ, Him crucified. And that's why we with confidence say it's a firm foundation. And I just thank God, as I said every day in my life, that I'm born into this amazing family of God. When my last breath is taken here, I'll be on the transitional bus to be there with him. Jesus went out of his way to make it blatantly clear to us though that these are ordinary men. Fishermen. Wasn't a whole lot different then than now, except there weren't many colleges and universities. And uh, thanks be to God, we probably never would have got here. What are they teaching anyway at the colleges and universities? But... Um, These were simple fishermen that God purposely used to demonstrate to us that there isn't a man or woman in this room who can't be an effective gospel bearer. What a privilege it is that we're allowed to walk with Jesus, let alone speak for him and represent him. These are ordinary men. No special credentials are required. Ironically, the Apostle Paul, a completely different picture, he was extremely well-educated by the greatest teacher of his day against Christianity. (laughs) See, so God... God's got such a sense of humor. But this is the day we join with all those who've gone before us in sharing the understanding and truth of God himself. As should be every day. Foundation Day in the Charismatic Episcopal Church was a concept that Bishop Adler proposed and brought to us as a result of a childhood experience he had with 
a worldwide movement called the March of Dimes. In the March of Dimes, it was when war was declared against polio. And I remember it very clearly. Uh, many of you don't, weren't born then. But, and we would take dimes to school with us, and we'd felt, we'd, we all had our little cards, and we'd be proudly filling out our dimes, and they'd take the cards and collect them everywhere, stores and Sunday schools, regular schools, and uh, all these were sent to support this effort to discover and relieve us of polio. In, uh, what was it, 92, we began this experiment, and the fruit is so incredible. That's what you need to see. The fruit is so incredible. Because every time we think about this, not that we collect much money, but we realize again what a humble and tiny group of people we are <coughs> in such a short history uh, to have God breathe to the point of taking this church, this our teachings around the world is is breathtaking anyway. But the fact is that he has done it, and we need to continue to remind ourselves of that and ask the Lord what we can do, even in our own backyard, our own church, our own diocese, to help spread the word, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. God still remains somewhat of a mystery. But he's taught us much about himself and his kingdom. And he's done that through primarily his uh, book and through the historical accounts of those who have walked the journey But what we need to pray continually is that we'd be melted together to become a Holy Spirit-joined people, one temple, taught and led by Jesus. This, we believe, would be God's temple. And so committed are we that we formed this CEC 1992 to build our church and the revelation God had given us. And those of you that were there with me remember how shocked we were when people started calling us from around the world. 
And they wanted to just talk with us and converse because God was saying the same things to them, and they thought they were crazy too. It would be almost comical if it wasn't God. We talk about backdooring into something. And we should be proud of it. And while I'm certain that God gave us this depth of wonderful revelation and allowed this church to become what it has throughout the world, it would have never been possible if it wasn't for the sacrifice that people made, not for God but for the least, the lost, and the lonely. The worst case, the unborn child. And so there's lessons to be learned that God honors service. And there's different kinds of service. He seems to honor them all. And he seems to no special attention to those people who bend their knee to him and walk before them him in service. The CDC Burton, this pro-life movement, witnessed the U.S. Supreme Court strike down perhaps the sickest, most profane practice in modern history the slaying of innocent children through abortion. I hope every one of you heard this and is overjoyed as I am. It doesn't mean the war is won. I assure you it isn't. But it means a great battle, a great victory for the least, the lost, and the lonely has been won. Not the end. Having worked in government for over 20 years, let me assure you, it isn't over by a long shot. The government's often corrupt, and they get what they want, not what we want. So that makes our task even more important at this time. See, the enemies of God won't stand for it for a minute. For many, this might seem very harsh, and just realize it's not a statement of the CEC, it's my own personal belief. What I've seen on both sides of the street The enemies of God won't stand down for one minute. Here's why. For so many of them, the devil is their murderous God. And the streets of our country are their church goings and church grounds. 
we can thank God that we were born and live in a free country like this, but these are one of the perils that we face in a free country. And it hasn't changed from what I was viewing on television the last couple of days than it was in 1987 when people were taking, they took uh, coat hangers and put red paint on the end of them and they were trying to poke our eyes out. Us protesters for the unborn children. And that's where I conclude they don't play fair. We're left with little excuse, though, for remaining silent to anyone. My prayer to God, hate us if they must, but let everyone know we stand for the unborn and for the aged especially the helpless. Now it came to pass when the time had come, you heard me say many times, timing is everything. You sure can see it here in this passage, Jesus was extremely conscious of time. For him to be received up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem and set messengers before his face. I ask you on this day of celebration of our beginning to not forget what causes to come together. nor think that we can let up on standing firmly for the unborn and the elderly. As they went, they entered the village of the Samaritans to prepare for him, but they did not receive him because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem. You think, if you didn't catch the subtlety of that passage, what it's saying was that God is in control. Now, you could contrive an interpretation. Well, somehow they heard he was just stopping by, and so they were mad he wasn't staying. So they re- That's not what happened. What happened is... There's a, there's a war in the heavens. And they were used by the enemy, probably blindly, to force him to move on. And it also gave him one more example. He loved to do examples for us. And so, of course, the right-hand men said, Boss, you want us to kill them all? Call down fire from heaven? 
They gave him one more chance to demonstrate that God created him and us to be peacemakers. When his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? Just as Elijah did. But he turned and rebuked him. Rebuked them. You don't know what manner of spirit you are of. That's not who we are. God created his peacemakers to carry on his important work. Peacemaker. For the Son of Man didn't come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. So they went to another village. And when it happened and they were journeying on the road, someone said to him, Lord, I'll follow you wherever you go. But Jesus knew how easy words were and how difficult action could be. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. They looked and said to another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. I got to think Jesus grinned. Let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I'll follow, but let me go first. Bid them farewell who were at my house. Jesus said to him, to the hardest sayings in the entire scripture, no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. That is a standard, my friends, I've had much difficulty many times living up to. But it's certainly a goal to shoot for. Yeah, we're given a very hard act to follow. But I encourage you to do all you can to press into God and try to fulfill His plan and His desires over those of ours. Heavenly Father, bring us together and bind us together with cords that cannot be broken. Cause us to rally in the people of God. Cause us to be peacemakers. Cause us to be those, Lord, who would put down the sword and pick up the sword of the Spirit and the helmet of salvation.
Our atom bomb, Lord, is right there in front of us. The baptismal. We pray that each time it's utilized, that it'll send powerful, powerful message into the airways, Lord, of a lost and dying generation. We pray, Lord, that we, being known as peacemakers, could greatly impact our neighborhood and our city. We thank you for the ministry you've given us on Mondays of feeding the poor and how it's caused such a uproar in our midst and in the city. We pray it continues on in a greater and greater manner. Give us the means to feed by example the gospel, Lord, to our neighbors and to our city. And Lord, we just pray that as we look back on our first 30 years as a movement, that we would see the next 30 and the 30 after that, Lord, in visions, in dreams, and in fulfillment. Amen. Well, we have a wonderful transition <laughs> this morning because we're going to do a, a baptism. Bring the crowd. <laughs> okay. The candidate for holy baptism will now be presented. Do you desire to be baptized? I do. Do you renounce Satan and all the spiritual forces of wickedness that rebel against God? I renounce them. Do you renounce the evil powers of this world which corrupt and destroy the creatures of God? I renounce them. Do you renounce all sinful desires that draw you from the love of God? I renounce them. Do you turn to Jesus Christ and accept him as your Savior? I do. And do you put your whole trust in his grace and love? I do. Will you who witness these vows do all in your power to support this person in his life in Christ? We will. Let us then join with those who are committing themselves to Christ and renew our own baptismal covenant. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. 
He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead, and on the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Will you continue in the apostles' teaching and in fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayers? I will, with God's help. And will you persevere in resisting evil, and whenever you fall in the sin, repent and return to the Lord? I will, with God's help. Will you proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ? I will, with God's help. Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? I will, with God's help. Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? I will, with God's help. Let us now pray for Ian, who is to receive the sacrament of new birth. Deliver him, O Lord, from the way of sin and death. Lord, hear our prayer. Open his heart to your grace and truth. Lord, hear our prayer. Fill him with your holy and life-giving spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Keep him in the faith and communion of your holy church. Lord, hear our prayer. Teach him to love others in the power of the spirit. Send him into the world and witness to your love. Lord, hear our prayer. Bring him to the fullness of your peace and glory. Lord, hear our prayer. Grant, O Lord, that all who are baptized into the death of Jesus Christ, your Son, may live in the power of his resurrection and look for him to come again in glory, who lives and reigns now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. Amen. Now you're doing it. We thank you, Almighty God, for the gift of water. Over it, the Holy Spirit moved in the beginning of creation. Through it, you led the children of Israel out of their bondage in Egypt into the land of promise. In it, your son Jesus received the baptism of John and was anointed by the Holy Spirit as the Messiah the Christ, to lead us through his death and resurrection from the bondage of sin into everlasting life. We thank you, Father, for the water of baptism. In it we're buried with Christ in his death. By it we share in his resurrection. Through it we're reborn by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, in joyful obedience to your Son, we bring into his fellowship those who come to him in faith, baptize him in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Now sanctify this water, we pray you, by the power of your Holy Spirit, that those who here are cleansed from sin and born again may continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ, our Savior. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit be all honor and glory, now and forever.
I want you to lean right over here. Don't worry about the hairdo because it's gone. <laughs> and I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, man, I got a poop here that are trained so good. All right, look at me. You're sealed in baptism as Christ owned. Where am I? In baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. Amen. Amen. Let us uh, welcome the newly baptized. We can say it together. Go ahead and do this. Heavenly Father, we thank you that by the water and the Holy Spirit, you have bestowed upon this your servant the forgiveness of sins and have raised them to new life of grace. Sustain him, O Lord, in your your Holy Spirit. Spirit. Give him an inquiring and discerning heart to endorse his will will and persevere and the spirit of love and you. And with your spirit, let us welcome the baptized and each other with the peace. Amen. Thank you. It's your boy? Yes. Good boy, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Brothers. Is it just foundation day today? July 16th. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. This is the, as Bishop said, the 30th anniversary of the founding of the denomination of the Charismatic Episcopal Church, the CEC, which happened here on the 26th, 30 years ago. And the, the Foundation Day offering that we collect was something that came after that as a part of you know, the expression of who we are as a people, that it is... Um, a real strong sense that the churches where the people of God worship should be owned by the people of God who worship there. And this fund is to enable that around the world so that uh, churches everywhere can be assisted in finding a place to worship. It's not always easy. It certainly wasn't easy for us in this place. And so um, it's like for every communicant member we recommend like a $10 offering. Yeah, that's what Bishop was talking about earlier with the March of Dimes. You know, yeah. just a small amount that you bring. Uh, I notice my amount keeps increasing every year. But, <laughs> uh, praise God. <laughs> but, Thanks uh, be God. But yeah, if you, if, if you just think about bringing $10 for uh, each person in your household, 
that goes into a fund that helps churches around the world and around the country uh, get their own place to worship. That's what it does. They use that fund to give to some churches, lend to some churches, and then to invest and grow so we can continue to do this forever. (laughs) And and speaking of investing, uh, there there will be a men's meeting, uh, which a lot of times is considered a men's work day, but in July coming up. And I, I just want to keep talking about it. You know, I was out there and I was pacing off how big that walkway was out there and thinking about all the lumber we would need to, to put slats over that. And I'm like, my gosh, it's a lot of lumber. I don't know if we can do it. But <laughs> through with God's help, we can do it. And, uh, it's, and I'm believing, God, that we're going to be able to fix up that front of our church and for all the different ministries around here to use. So anyway, uh, if you can make it to that men's meeting, please come. And any of, anyone who has inspiration to help us plan or get ready for that this summer, please Amen. talk to me, talk to Phil, uh, yep. talk to Sam, yep. and uh, we'll see what we can do. Amen. Amen. As we prepare to receive the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, let us respond to God's word by engaging with him in musical worship and presenting to God our tithes and offerings out of that which God has given to us. Together, through Christ, let us continually offer to God the sacrifice of praise, that is, the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. But do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God.
We welcome all baptized believers to receive the body and blood of Christ. This is the table of the Lord. It's made ready for those who love him, for those who want to love him even more. Come if you have much faith. Come if you have little. Come if you've been here often or if you've not been here long. You who've tried to follow and you who've failed. You come because it's the Lord who invites you. It's his will that those who want him should meet him here. Come to the table. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. You lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Father Almighty and ever-living God, we do always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. Through his cross and resurrection, he freed us from sin and death and called us to the glory that's made us a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people set apart. Everywhere we proclaim your mighty works, for you've called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. So with all the choir of angels in heaven... We proclaim your glory, and we join in their unending hymn of praise. your holy indeed the fountain of all holiness let your holy spirit come upon these gifts and make them holy so they may become for us the body and blood of our lord jesus christ before he's given up to death the death he freely accepted he took bread and he broke it and gave you thanks he gave it to his disciples and he said take eat this is my body which is given for you do this in remembrance of me When the supper was ended, he took the cup. Again, he gave thanks and praise. He gave it to them, and he said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of a new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. Let us proclaim this mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. 
in memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread, this saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world and make us grow in love together with our patriarch Craig and all of the clergy. Remember all those who are sick and firm in spirit, soul, or body. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and the broken. As we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed, become the body of Christ to the world. Have mercy on us all. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles and the martyrs and all the saints who have gone before us. May we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him and with him and in him in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. Jesus taught us to call God our Father, and we have courage to pray. Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Christ, our Passover, sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Hallelujah. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us thy peace. The gifts of God for the people of God, take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on them in your heart with thanksgiving. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb.
accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. Say, Michael, the Archangel, defend us in the battle and be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander through the world, seeking the ruin of our souls. Remember the gospel, God was in Christ Jesus reconciling, reconciling the world unto himself, not counting men's sins against them. He loves us. He's forgiven us. He's not mad at us. Best of all, he'll never leave us or forsake us. And the blessings of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you. Remain you always. Amen. Rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.